was a lesson in crescendo for me. We had had such a beautiful morning, and I thought, oh, you know, I, you could kill me now and I'll be happy. I'm ready to go like We thought about that, actually. <laughs> and this has happened numerous times. Surprisingly, after a peak experience like that, things get better. Yeah. yeah. You would never that's imagine right, it was possible. Because we spent most of the morning on photographing, photographing the, beach the, the beach ice. That's right. And we thought, okay, well, that was fun. That's yeah. great. We can go back now. But yeah. And I think great. it had started to rain and everybody was just starting to get cold being on the beach. But then then this opportunity came up and... Suddenly nobody was cold. Suddenly nobody was cold. And I think Jeffrey brought some snacks and we, yeah. we kept go on going. It. Yeah. It's, that was a treat. Yeah. This time we talked to John and Al. They're the photographers that lead our photography trips in Glacier Bay and Tracy Arm and Pack Creek. They had a lot of things to say about taking pictures and being in the moment and learning to see and how to become a more interesting person. So I guess the only formal thing we need to do is to have you guys each introduce yourselves and tell a little bit about yourself and your background and why you're here. Why you're here. Because there's cookies. <laughs> and I know who that's made how, them. Yeah, that's, how, that's how we lure. <laughs> yeah. This is the first. So, yeah. Al, tell us about you. Well, who we are. And who am I? Um, God, where do I begin? Um, you can start with your name. Because we actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Al. We're, I'm originally from Southern California. Couldn't get out of there fast enough. After traveling for quite a while, ended up in Alaska, spent about 16 years there. And it was actually in Alaska where I originally got interested in photography. There I was. I was actually, uh, back in another life, I was a surveyor working in the bush. And so I was taking pictures. I had I'd gotten a camera and I was taking pictures in the bush and started getting really interested in this. And surveying was fun while I was working in the bush. And half the, the fun of it was, I used to joke that it getting paid to work outside, getting paid to travel and work outside can't be all bad, right? That was the fun of it. When I ended up starting working more town jobs, that's when I decided maybe I don't want to be doing this, took a vow of poverty and became a photographer. Uh, <laughs> There's special like uh, collar. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You have to drag a tripod around yeah. all the time. And so for a while, I had a uh, darkroom rental business, darkroom and studio rental. That's how far back that goes. I was doing commercial work for a while, advertising, public relations. I hate to admit this, but I've also done uh, weddings. Um, never again. And then ended up moving here to Bellingham, and the digital thing happened. And I jumped into that feet first. Although I was slow. Somebody was asking me about this the other night. I was slow to buy a digital camera because early on, the the way that worked was you'd buy a camera and a week later, there was one that was 10 times better and half the price. And a week after that, there was one that was 10 times better than that and a third the price. So I waited until that settled out. But I jumped into the software pretty early, like Photoshop, scanning my negatives and, and working on slides and working from that and haven't looked back. Started teaching when I was in Alaska at the University of Alaska in Anchorage. And then when we moved here to Bellingham, was teaching at Western Washington University. And now I teach at the community college. And what else? That's about all I know. Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Do Most of it was true. <laughs> Do one more thing. Um, say who you are with your full last name. So who are you? Alan Sanders. Okay. 
Oh, you can edit that in. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Got it. Alan Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> We're the real mystery guest. Please yeah. stand up. <laughs> so, John, who are you? I'm John D'Onofrio, and um, I am the publisher and editor of Adventures Northwest magazine here in Bellingham. I've been doing this about six years. I've been um, passionate about photography for a long, long, long time. Studied photography when I was in college. Came to photography actually through painting. I was a a fine arts major, uh, so I have one of those callers too. <laughs> <laughs> My first job as a photographer was uh, as a school photographer, which prepared me to deal with uh, the grizzly bears at Pack Creek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily, I, uh, I didn't do that for very long, and I've been involved in uh, fine art nature photography for going on 30 years. Uh, I was a slow adopter of digital technology, being uh, a purist at heart, uh, and I waited, uh, as Al was saying, the cameras got half the price and three times better, but I wasn't good with fractions. <laughs> so finally, um, when full-frame uh, digital cameras became available, I made the switch and uh, certainly have never looked back. Uh, my passion is, in addition to photography, it's wilderness and it's connecting other people to the realization that rather than being uh, observers of nature or, uh, God forbid, caretakers of nature, rather uh, to try to instill a sense that we are nature and uh, nature is us. And I think photography is a great uh, medium to express that in that uh, it is a reflection of the way you see things. And, and the most important thing in photography is uh, really learning to see and to notice details and to conceptualize visual images uh, based not just on what's there, but on how you feel about what's there. And um, the opportunity to lead these trips in Alaska, uh, among other places, has been uh, a way to sort of unify these various things that I am very passionate about. And um, honestly, I, it's, the, it's the most fun that I ever have in my life is uh, going out on these trips, um, immersing uh, myself and the people around us 24-7 uh, in beauty and splendor and uh, getting away from the noise and cacophony of life and really just uh, having an opportunity to uh, lose our minds and come to our senses. Yeah, you've used that phrase a lot in the thing and I really I really like that phrase. That Paul Winter, a musician, actually said that, but I, I've just recently learned that it's it's actually based on a, a famous quote by John Muir, who says, let us go into the forest, lose our minds, and awaken our senses. I want to see this year if we can go to some of the same places that we went to and we liked, but I want to still keep exploring and see if we can find some other places to... Yeah, we might be able to figure out where to take people for Lamplu and go. There's a way to walk up. Oh, you were talking places. about that. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool. We yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, we might have the secret Be able to get up on top. Yeah. yeah. That'd be so, great. Yeah, so we'd be able to get up and mm -hmm. look down on that one. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and I liked it, Read where we went on the side because that was easier to get down instead of going into the muck 
and trying to walk at it straight on. If we go along oh, the edge right. and down, that was a much better way to yeah to get people there. And then it was amazing how different these places are too. You know, time mm -hmm. time to time. Yeah, it's just, everything's it's changing. constantly changing, constantly yeah. shifting. It's mm -hmm. never the same twice. That's interesting. Yeah, I find that interesting. It's like the ice caves. Yes. <laughs> what ice caves? <laughs> Vaguely. Right. I've heard about them. Yeah, exactly. You never know what you're going to find. It's. I mean, you can go to the same place a million, million times, and it's yeah. going to be different every time. And yeah. that's that's well, cool and, as well. And even if it's the setting is the same, the light is different. The that's true. Cloud cover is it's, different. Right. The amount of it's foliage. A, you know, it's or always different. Wildflowers mm -hmm. and, and and I would also suggest you are different. Mm -hmm. And you will see different things. Yep. What's the quote about if you want to take better pictures, become a more... Yeah, it was, it was the photographer Jay Maisel, who's the quintessential New Yorker, um, gruff, blunt. Um, somebody said to him, how do I make my images more interesting? And without missing a beat, he said, become a more interesting person. But I think there's truth to that. Um, you know, instead of reading another book on, you know, the uh, depth of field or, or, you know, rule of thirds or whatever, read a novel. You see who you are. Um, what you see is a reflection of who you are. And so you and you're always different. So you go to the same place, you're going to see different images. Yeah, it's a real element of mindfulness in mm -hmm. photography. Exactly. And actually, that's been I've been thinking more consciously about being mindful when I'm making photographs and as Ram Dass said, be here now. That's oh, yeah. what's nice about being out where we are um, in a place like Glacier Bay and spending time on a boat like the David B. What you, you know, the, doing your laundry or picking the kids up from school or none of that has any relevance. Um, you can be here now and you don't have to worry about the day-to-day -day things you normally have to deal with in your real life. A friend of ours went on an ocean voyage on a boat that he had built, and he said that was one of his favorite things about it. Like, everything that matters is stuff that matters for right now. Yeah, exactly. For staying alive, exactly. and making it, you know, the next hundred miles in the ocean here, that was what was important. And, you know, he didn't care what was going on in the news or right. know, what, what. And that's what's nice about medium. being out there. Yeah. All that matters is the next photograph. And, yeah. and speaking as and a, passenger, cookies, a passenger on yeah. the boat, you don't have to even worry about any practical matters at all. I mean, you guys have all of that under control, and it just leaves one's soul completely unencumbered with worrying about stuff, anticipating things, trying to remember what I was supposed to do. I mean, all of that goes away, and you really do live in the moment. So one of the podcasts that Christine and I like is this Allie Ward, and she interviews scientists. And she, she likes to say that she asks dumb questions of smart people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the things she always asks is, like, in, in your whatever, what's the worst day and what's, the, like, kind of the best day in what you do as a photographer? The best day is, honestly, a day where you wake up surrounded by... Ice. By ice and... and <laughs> And just, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> Except stay there and just take pictures. Yeah, but that's that's what it's like. I mean, it's where the whole focus of the day, from the time you get up to the time you fall asleep, is is just being immersed in beauty and, and becoming a, a receptacle for it and, and channeling it as directly as you can. That's your only job for the day, really. I mean, you don't have to worry about um, any practical considerations for the most part at all. And it just, it's such a pure aesthetic experience. 
I, I, and I, I think that it's safe to say that everybody on these trips feels that same yeah, way. That's certainly I think about Elizabeth yeah. last year, yeah. right? Elizabeth, who was somewhat skeptical and reticent to begin with, well, you know, she pretty quickly uh, drank the Kool-Aid, right? And and her her demeanor changed, yep. and she she just got into it. Yeah, she she was here now. Right, took her a little bit, but she did. Yeah, the best day is a good uh, get up in the morning, good cup of coffee, and perfect light, and nothing to do all day but take photographs. In a beautiful place. And the other thing, we have done workshops and other scenarios where uh, the setting wasn't right, where the gear didn't work, or yes. the there wasn't enough space, or whatever. I mean, there are logistical problems that it, out in the field they're very difficult to overcome. But we've never had that situation no, with David B. Yeah, I mean, you don't worry about that at all. Right. It's we we know it's going to be comfortable. We know it's going to be warm. We know everyone's going to have a place to sit. We know everybody can see the screen. Everybody can hear, so we don't have to right. worry about that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of nice when we were um, designing the new pilot house that it was, we were doing the design work, what, a year just prior to when mm -hmm. we were talking about doing these trips, and we had all this input from the two of you. So in a lot of ways, like that saloon area was, had we had photographers in mind while we were designing that and space. And it works really well. Yeah. yeah. It works really well. As John was saying, we've had other experiences where not so much. I saw Marie on mm -hmm. Saturday. Well, Marie was she was so thrilled to have her mm -hmm. photograph oh, out yeah. there like uh -huh. that. Yeah. Well, that's a good. That's good. That was a great yeah. image. Yeah. Oh my Talk gosh. about the bear. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. like yeah. one of the best yeah. bear photos yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's much better than anything yeah. I got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. me too. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And I was just. It's yeah. looking at it's yeah. looking at her. It yeah. looks you at, looking at me. You're, you're looking like, at me. Chills looking at that. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, that's like the definition of the wild. I uh -huh. mean, that it doesn't get any wilder yeah. than the look in the bear's mm -hmm. eyes. Yeah. No, I really like the critique nights because you like the first one, and everybody's still a little nervous about about sharing pictures. I know I I have been, but then by the end, you're just like, oh, I can't wait to show this. <laughs> and cool. Everybody that's does good. Change and like you get to see their what they're trying to to express come out more and yeah i love I, it i just am amazed every time at how much like dramatic improvement there is in everybody yeah. and like the pictures on the first critique night aren't bad there it's not like you're like oh wow I, they've got a long ways to go you know these are like the first night things are are really good and by the last night of it it's pretty amazing. Yeah, only well, you pick up so much from <coughs> other people because you know we all yes. go to the same beach. Yes, and right. Everybody's pictures are are different, and and, th and that's what's fun about a workshop is you. I mean, not only you're totally immersed in photography, eat, drink, and sleep photography the whole time you're out, um, but you learn as much from each other as, as from Moses. Mm -hmm. It's exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's I a, think that's too, a lot of fun. The element of printing is so important. Yes. I think when people see those prints roll off the printer, yes. I mean, it, it takes something that's sort of ephemeral. Everyone's used to looking at screens, seeing images on screen. When you hold There's this up, yeah. and it's like you got the Magna Carta in your hands, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I really like your thing that, like, <coughs> I'm tired of seeing somebody's vacation when they hold their iPhone out to me. Yes. You know? I don't know exactly how you said it. It was much more eloquent <laughs> <laughs> and, and damning. <laughs> um, but... Uh, 
But no, I mean, it's like we're, we're now so used to the fact that every image we look at is two inches by two inches. So when they see that thing and it's see, printed in nice super high print. resolution, and right. it's just, you know, it's just a very There's different no, feeling. nothing like it. I always like to picture doing this, like in my mind, I always think of it like it's an expedition. You know, you're like making an expedition, a foray out into something, and you've got whatever level of planning you may or may not have, <laughs> and, and the resources you have with you, but you're going out there, you know, with just this limited amount of stuff, and, you know... Intentionally subjugating yourself to, to the grand scheme of things, right. and, and uh, divesting yourself of the illusion control. of control, because we yeah. don't really generally have control anyway, right. but we're pretty good at, at pretending that we do, and you can't pretend out there. Yeah. No, I, I think about that night where we everybody went to bed and we sat on the back of yes. the boat yes. and we hear a wolf in the distance and then another one and before you know it we're surrounded by this chorus of wolves and it was like, man, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that was truly amazing. That was in some ways, you know, one of the highlights of all yeah. our time there. John and I were sitting on the back of the boat just talking, whatever, and all of a sudden, there they were. We could hear several wolves. Kind of ended the conversation pretty Kinda well. Kind of ended the conversation, yeah. yeah. Our music is from Blue Dot Sessions. You can find them on the web at sessions.blue. Until next time, fair winds. And we sat around his kitchen table, and uh, we said, you know, we should probably plan for this trip. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, he looks at me and he says, do you need anything? No, I don't need anything. He says, what? I said, what about you? You need anything? He says, no. He says, you bring the tent, I'll bring the stove, and I'll meet you in Petersburg. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's the about, longest, deepest slot canyon in the world. And it's about 800 feet straight up. Yeah. And so John and I got up in the morning, started hiking up the, can up the gulch, and came back that night about sunset, and we'd probably gone a mile. Round trip. Round trip. <laughs> <laughs> Because every 10 feet was another photograph. Oh, my God. This is incredible. Oh, my. Look at that. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, that was truly, that was wonderful. And that's, but that's our MO. I mean, we do that all the time. And I feel badly for anybody who um, goes hiking with John and I who is not a photographer. <laughs> right. <laughs>